Uh, well, hello, Obehi. Thank you so much for having me on your platform. Um, you know, there's so much that I can share with you and with everybody else, but I'm happy to be here all the same and give you some nuggets. Hello, and welcome to Obehi Podcast. I'm your host, Obehi Ewafo, and I strongly believe that everyone has a story to share. Now, let's get started with this episode. I am Nicole Farrell. For those of you who don't know, I am all the way in the Caribbean, in Trinidad and Tobago. I have a public relations and image coaching um, company. Uh, it's, it's a three-pronged business, actually, where I am an image and reputation coach, public relations consultant, and personal stylist. And being an image and reputation coach and a personal stylist, I deal exclusively with professional women, where I teach them how to operate with more confidence and with more authority, whether it's by means of media interview coaching, soft skills coaching, photography posing, um, body language coaching, you know, and then in terms of the personal styling, I help them to find their personal style and operate and rock their confidence, right? I love and that. With- You're going to rock it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to rock that confidence. you got to rock it. you got to rock it. you got to own who you are, you know? So, yeah, I thoroughly enjoy it. I really do. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. You're now, welcome. it is good that we spend some time to talk about us. So tell me, where were you born? And tell me what you see around you as you were growing up. This is important for us. Okay, so I was actually born right here in Trinidad and Tobago um, in an area called San Fernando. So I I moved around the country as I got older. You know, you get older and you leave your parents' house and you try to do things on your own. So I've moved to different parts of Trinidad. And for those of you who don't know, Trinidad is under, uh, has a population of under 2 million people, right? So it's kind of like a dot to some other countries. But, um, you know, I've moved around a little bit. and Now I'm settled in what is called Central Trinidad. So I am there and luckily I am operating my business from home for the most part, unless I have to be out for coaching or an event or something of the sort. So I'm, I'm, I've been, I'm, I'm born here and I, I've grown here. That, that's great. That's great. So we're just going to hit it uh, right away with that out of the way. Um, so we're going to be talking about personal branding today because there are a lot of businesses every now and then, everywhere you go i would really encourage you people should be doing businesses uh because be, do, being in business basically means rendering a service to other people yeah so that is important but also important is learning to understand the integrity of business so one of it is brand branding so personal branding what do you want people to know about that a kind of the basis You know, personal branding is just that. It's personal. You know, when you go into business, a lot of times we want to emulate somebody else that we saw, whether they are in our field or not. And while there is nothing wrong with taking inspiration from people, you know, trying to outright duplicate them or imitate them, 
may not augur well for you because you know if you're acting you eventually you're going to get tired of acting right or at some point you're going to slip so it's better that you operate with an authentic approach to um displaying yourself right so with personal branding it's really about how you portray yourself to the public whether it is to your clients and customers your associates um partners suppliers whoever the case might be that is how you form an impression on people's minds and that is through personal branding and personal branding can take different forms sometimes it may be the way you portray yourself online sometimes it may be how you present yourself by terms of dress by terms of how you speak even how you walk you know everything links back to image and people don't like to believe that cuz they're like oh well you know this is me and you know i could do whatever i want and people have to take me as i am and that is true but to a certain extent because we have to be very careful about what we put out there in terms of our public image so personal branding has to be in my opinion something that is highly curated for an entrepreneur all right i like the fact that you were very you were very intentional about that in your opinion so uh yes. tell me how did you start how did you get started in personal branding help us understand the journey where do i start so, <laughs> anywhere um, <laughs> <laughs> you start anywhere now so we are here for you <laughs> yes i think um i think i unintentionally started it years ago and because i'm so i'm so grounded in who i am that i can't be anything else besides me you know like i'm i'm really strong about that so i think over time i was doing it and i didn't even realize but when i got into business when i started off my my company and i started our social media presence i started with a bit of a corporate feel but i knew that eventually i wanted to become the face of my business and the face of my brand so after just under a year of being in business i became the face of my business and through storytelling and just through my brand personality and all of that i showcased who i was and i was very intentional about that because i don't want to put something out there and make people think oh this is how she is and then maybe when they meet me it's somebody totally different you know it's like well what just happened here you know i i i thought i was expecting this but now i'm seeing this so i'm very very intentional about it and even in terms of how i express myself in my content or express myself during workshops that i do with clients or with my one on one coaching sessions i am very adamant about being myself i love to have fun i love to laugh and during my coaching sessions it's so funny because a lot of times we end up giggling like high school girls you know like we're having fun i mean it's a professional atmosphere and environment but at the same time it doesn't mean you can't have fun 
So, you know, I like to make people feel comfortable. I like to make them feel themselves. So as I go on, I, I just made sure and be true to myself. And one thing about that too is I'm a diva, self, self-proclaimed, you know, and, um, <laughs> you know, I, I own that. I always tell, I say, you know what, but I'm the most personable diva you'll ever meet. I said, but I'm a diva and I own that. And that is one of my nicknames with some friends. It's like, hey, diva, how are you going? You know, and I own that because, you know, it depends on your perception of what a diva is. And to me, it's somebody who owns themselves and they carry themselves a particular way and they like all the gilly gilly things and the fashion and this and, and that. And they're intentional about it also. Exactly. So, you know, it's who I am and I'm okay with that. You know, I think once I portray myself and I'm not disrespectful to people, you know, because people sometimes have a... a negative connotation as to what a diva is so they may expect something negative you know i'll only get firm with you when i need to be firm with you other than that i'm cool you know so it, it started off very unintentional but once i once i came into business it's something that i'm always always mindful of whether i'm online or whether i'm offline you know all right, thank you so much for that. Hey, kind of a curiosity of mine. Are there some examples of personal branding that someone should maybe pay attention to? Oh, definitely. I think, again, especially in terms of social media, social media is so huge. You know, like almost everybody and their auntie is on social media, right? And a lot of times, you may have friends on your on your feed who post things. Sometimes you may see stuff that you find funny or um, interesting or whatever the case might be. But you have to be really careful when you are online, right? Because some people feel as if they're in this bubble and it's only their friends seeing them. But no, once your profile is public, everybody you know is seeing you. And even if it's not public, there are other people who can see you, who, you know, you may not even be aware of. So you have to be very careful when you're online. So for instance, with me, I do not comment on certain posts. And I actually did a video on TikTok a few days ago about the same thing. You know, if there's a, a post about drama and it's, it's really like ratchets and, you know, just, just high drama and all of that. I don't comment on it. I don't engage with anybody on it. You know, even if for some reason somebody ends up tagging me on something, I just do not um, engage. I do not comment or anything of the sort. I may see a video or a post that I like and I find funny, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot post this, you know, on my timeline. Like, no, because I'm so aware of my personal branding. So you have to be really careful about your online presence. And I normally have some very spirited conversations with associates and um, you know, other entrepreneurs about it because they feel like, you know, this is my place to relax and you know, this is who I am. So I should be able to post what I want. I should be able to say what I want. I should be able to use obscene language if I want. And fine, yes, it's your prerogative. It's your social media platform 
but you have to be really careful about who your ideal client is or just simply how you are portrayed or how you are seen by others in a public forum. Because at the end of the day, you might be shooting yourself in the foot because of something you said or because of a way that you acted online. These are very real possibilities. I've seen it happen where someone was not hired for a job and everybody's like, well, why didn't they hire this one? They're funny. They have a, a big following or they have a whatever. But I'm like, yeah, but they're branding. Their branding is the problem. They do not want to bring somebody on their platform and they're not too sure what to expect from them. So they're not going to hire them. And it's something that people really, really need to understand. All right. And that is really very important. Uh, you see, when people talk of brandy, they, of course, they look in the like of maybe Coca-Cola, Pepsi, uh, McDonald's, these uh, very highly well-curated brand. No? But from your explanation now, Almost all of us, we are branding ourselves sometimes without even knowing that we are doing that. Because when you have mm -hmm. a Facebook page now, and whatever you are putting there, you are telling the world, this is who I am. You might think that, you, well, exactly. I'm just doing that. But you are communicating, you are sending a message out there, maybe in not knowing that you are doing that. Uh, that is going to affect you, especially maybe you are a bit. I want you to speak to that a little Perfect bit. Perfect point. Perfect point you made there because that is something that I always, always argued with people. They're like, but it's not my post. I'm just sharing the post. I said, okay, but the fact that you're sharing the post and you may have your own caption with it, that says something to people, whether you like it or not. It's a subconscious thing that, that forms in people's minds. You know, so you can't just go about it and say, well, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's not me who posted it. So I don't see why it should be a problem. People perceive things a particular way. And to be honest, I've fallen out with friends in the past about it because they may come on my post and say certain things or would. And I'm like, hey, no, mm -mm. No, that's that's what we're not gonna do. Okay, like not in my post. You know, if you have your post or you want to go on somebody else's post, you do that. But don't come in my post and do that. I know not I, in my I backyard. <laughs> not in my backyard. Okay, it's not gonna happen. You know, I do, I just don't play that. And I remember I was in a social group on Facebook, and we had sort of become like a family of friends. And I remember one, somehow or the other, we ended up talking about branding. And one person said, oh, you know, um, I guess Nicole's mask fell off. I said, no, it's not a matter of my mask fell off. I said, there's time and place. I said, this is our little community and I can let my hair down and I can enjoy myself and, and be free, you know, to say whatever I want to say. But when I'm in an open platform, or, you know, I'm, I'm in public, I have to be careful about what I put out there. You know, it, it's just really as simple as that. It's not pretending, it's knowing time and place. And if you look at a lot of celebrities and some of my favorites are Beyonce. Well, I'll be honest, I'm from the Beehive. I am all about Queen Bee, okay? <laughs> I'm from the Beehive. 
But you know, I'll be right to. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know, I love her. And one of the reasons for that is when it comes to her personal branding, she, is, she does not play with that. And there are other celebrities who are also very, very cautious about how they develop their personal branding. So, it, and you know, some smaller entrepreneurs, they feel as if, well, I'm not a celebrity. Well, I'm not a, a public personality, so it really shouldn't matter. Yes, it does. Because in some form or the other, you are dealing with the public. It's true. It's true. There is a, a saying in my place uh, that you are, you are going to dress the way you want to be addressed. Because the way you dress, that yes. is what people think. Because they don't, people don't, you know, uh, people don't have the time to be asking, who is he, who is she? <laughs> yes. You know, communication is not always verbal. Though. There are the, exactly. no verbal. Though. <laughs> Obehi, you're going to get me started. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to do this. <laughs> you're going to get me started because, oh my gosh, that is something I talk about so much. And I, I keep telling people, I say it's not that you have to spend a pound and a crown, you know, to buy clothes and accessories and all of these things. It's not that. It's just that you have to present yourself a particular way. I'm not saying you have to dress in a fur coat and, and you know, roll up in a Rolls Royce and all. I'm not saying that. But how you present yourself, believe you me, you are going to form a perception in people's minds. And I remember seeing a video, I, I believe it was on TikTok, and it was this highly successful man. And he was saying, you know, if you go into a room just looking, you know, anyhow, um, with other successful people, it doesn't matter what you're capable of. They're going to look at you a particular way, you know, and some people like to compare and say, well, you know, look how Mark Zuckerberg dresses and look how Jay-Z dresses and look how this one dresses. Um, yeah, they're already, you know, up there with their success. They can basically do what they want now. Trust me, it's, it's a level, as they say in the rap, there are levels to this, you know. And you, you have to know that, especially when you're now starting, you are going to be judged a particular way and i keep telling people you're not going to like it you won't think it's fair but it is what it is when you reach a certain level yeah fine you can probably go somewhere and in, in some shorts and flip-flops and a, and a t-shirt and be cool you know but once you're coming out you have to pay attention unless you're somebody like let's say kim kardashian or one of her sisters or people or mariah carey who, you know, they do not leave the house without looking put together. And that is part of their branding as well. So you really have to know what you're about. Thank you so much for that, uh, Danico. Now, let's look at the, the intentional part of it. Um, let's look, let forget the, the subconscious part because people don't realize that everything they do is actually part of the branding. You know? When you talk to people, when you are on the telephone, nobody see you, you are just saying hello, you already started. Yeah. As long as something is coming out of you, you already started. Because you, you can you can tell whether the person talking to you, the frame of mind the person is. 
Okay, all right now let's look at the intentional part of it. Maybe somebody is a business now and he wants to start personal branding. Maybe okay. he has heard it somewhere, or maybe he listens to this video and say, Okay, yes, I need to do a person I want to reframe my personal branding. Which are the process? How should this person approach it? Okay, I would say if you're dealing offline, um, it has to do with your body language as well. It has to do with the way you speak. If you walk into a room and, you know, it's almost as if you don't want to be seen, like you, you literally try to sink into the ground and you walk in in a kind of, you know, mousy and you go that way, you know, automatically to people, it's like, okay, that person does not have much confidence. And there are people who will prey on that, right? So you have to be aware that the minute somebody lays their eyes on you, they have to be able to form an opinion of you. And that is one of the reasons why I do uh, body language coaching with clients because they don't even realize what's going on. And just a, a quick side note, I was doing a coaching session with an entrepreneur and she was talking. I said, okay, let's, because I do role playing as well. I, I think it makes things real for people. And so she, she did everything. I made her walk up to the stage and start to present her speech. And she was talking about confidence, yet she looked as if she lacked confidence. Her body language was off. Her voice was off. And I said, okay, you're talking to me about confidence, but I'm not buying it from you because I'm not seeing it when I look at you. I'm hearing your words and your words are great. Your message is great, but I'm not seeing it in you so when you're offline you have you walk in terms of how you speak and and when i say how you speak not just if you're speaking with confidence but how you address people you know are you haughty are you friendly are you engaging do you have a particular aura about you um another thing in terms of personal brand intentional personal branding is making sure that you sell your personality. Now in business, and even sometimes as an employee, if, if you're very social for your job, you have to be really careful about selling yourself in an authentic way. And when I say be careful about it, I mean just that, be intentional about it. Because in this day and age, people like to relate to certain things about you. They do not want to relate to this mysterious, you know, unknown brand. They want a warm body they can relate to. So when you sell yourself and you sell your personality, you sell your aura, that can make people gravitate to you. And, and you know, it's something that I tell clients all the time, like people... It's like a master flame, as they like to see. It really does happen. So you have to be intentional about that. Um, even in terms of, and I was talking to uh, an associate yesterday about this. Even the way I answer my phone, I answer, I have a mobile business phone, business number. And when people call me, I don't just say hello. You know, I say, thank you for calling Opera Events. How may I help you? And people always like what wait what you know like they don't expect you 
to answer in such a way. But I, I, you know, I rely on the training that I got before I got into business. And I feel that it's the professional way to do things. So oddly enough, people are always impressed by the way that I answer the phone because it's not just a dry hello or yeah or anything like that. And that sets a tone and it, it, it makes an imprint on their mind that, oh, she sounds professional, you know, wow, okay. And, and they may expect a lot from me just from that, but it's a good thing to me because then I would have portrayed my brand in a particular way. So there are so many ways that you can showcase your brand intentionally and showcase yourself intentionally. And another thing I would say is being very deliberate about who you may collaborate with. That is another thing. A lot of times people collaborate with people because they're friends with them or because they just like their products or, you know, that person has a, a, a huge following or whatever the case might be. But that does not mean that you have to align your brand with them. And that is a, another huge thing that entrepreneurs aren't aware of. You cannot align your brand with any and anybody regardless. You have to be very careful about that as well. All right, thank you for that. <clears throat> now, I'm trying to understand if uh, maybe uh, the reason why people don't brand themselves is because they don't know that it is important for them to brand themselves. Because it's not really that, there are a lot of people in business, it's not really that they are stupid, but they just overlook this uh, subtle, important thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, they just like follow whatever other person is doing without taking that without taking the time to be intentional about themselves. What do you want to say about that? One thing for sure that I believe about some entrepreneurs is that they come into business sometimes purely from the perspective, okay, I can provide this service. Okay, I'm going to do business. Okay, I have these products. Okay, oh, I want to sell these products. Okay, I'm just going to do it. And they do not do their research beforehand to find out all of the different areas that they should be cognizant of, you know, so they just kind of jump into it and then they learn to swim. It's like somebody throws you into a pool and then you, 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 you're floundering about and then all of a sudden, you know, you try to keep your head above water. And I think a lot of times, especially if they've been in business for a little while, and they're making money, then they feel, oh, you know, I don't need to upgrade, upgrade myself. I don't need to, you know, do this or do that. I'm already getting customers. I'm already getting clients. So it, it doesn't matter. See, I didn't need that branding. Or see, I didn't need that. I didn't need this workshop. Or I didn't need that. And it's, it's, it's a really my there is always um, room for upgrading, always room for improvement. So I definitely think it's a case of, of ignorance in both ways, bo both ways of the meaning of it. It's ignorant where they do not have the knowledge and what we call ignorance locally, where you're just being stubborn about it, you know, and just choosing to be a particular way. All right. Another thing is that... Um... Say maybe, for example, you want to brand yourself now as a business or as an individual. Are there rules that you need to um, sort of pay attention to so that you brand yourself correctly? 
or should you I don't know should you just do it anyhow hmm. I think if you do not have a background in marketing or advertising or even public relations like I am I think you really need to educate yourself about it um because another thing I, I talk about as well is it's okay to go and Google stuff. You can learn a lot on Google, right? There, there, there's tons of information out there. However, what Google does not do or what, what sites on Google just, you know, don't do is they don't give you customized advice on what you're doing. And that is that makes a huge difference because you can go online and you can get information and they could say here are 10 tips or here are 100 tips for if you want to do X, Y or Z. And it's not that some of these tips don't have merit, but sometimes when you go to the point of having to break it down for your particular business or your particular niche or your particular market, it's good to get that customized advice from a coach or consultant, you know, like myself, because we have the knowledge, we may have certain experience, we know about certain things, so we can guide you in a very direct and targeted way. You know, that is very, very important. And a lot of times people rely on generic advice. And all of that is good, fine, you can get some sort of foundational um, edification from it but at the end of the day you really need to get personalized advice very important all right <clears throat> have maybe somebody complained to you about branding issue and because you have helped them they have been able to brand themselves properly and maybe get better result can you share any any kind of uh, case study with us yes I remember, okay, I'll go from the point of media interview coaching. That's one example I will draw from. I remember I was working with an entrepreneur and we were doing media interview coaching because they were going to be doing a series of, of interviews, um, television, radio, and print. And so we were going through our coaching and there are certain things that I would tell them and they were so not aware of what they were doing. I said, do you realize that when you're answering a question, do you realize that you do X, Y, Z with your eyes? They were like, really? I said, yeah. Like every time you do X, Y, Z, like your eyes, you do this thing with your eyes. And when they looked back at recordings of the interviews, they saw what I was talking about. And you say, well, okay, well, it's my eyes. But at the end of the day, certain things that she was doing was um, suggesting uh, certain things to the audience. So for me, at times, her eyes looked as if she had totally blanked out and disconnected from what was going on, you know? And there were other times she's looking at, and she was looking so intense, like if, you know, like a deer caught in headlights. So I say all these are things that we can work on. So at times I would even record our sessions or parts of our sessions so they can see it for themselves. Because a lot of times we're not aware of things that we're doing. And I remember they came back to me, they did an interview and they, they came back to me and they were like, oh my gosh, I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you the recording, you know, let me know what you think. 
And when I went back on, she had improved. And I'm not just saying this, you know, because I'm on this platform. Like I literally saw a difference after a couple of our sessions. And it just, and that's another thing, you know, you have to be open to criticism and open to receiving advice. Um, another um, example was somebody from my personal styling services. And they were kind of like, well, you know, I'm an easy breezy kind of girl, you know, I don't really like to dress up and whatever. So I said, okay, I did a virtual package for them where, and this was like in the height of the pandemic. So I created this, this portfolio for people where I would do personal styling from head to toe virtually, right? So it would involve emails, videos, pics, and all of that. And um, so I sent her my recommendations and all of that. And I, I told her, you know, what she should buy, what things she should not buy, what she should look for, you know, all of these, you know, just total A to Z. And would you believe in weeks to come, she was just sending me photos and, and videos and she was trying different things. And I was like, well, well look at you. <laughs> That is Look improvement. I know. Like it was it was so phenomenal for me because she was so adamant that, you know, I just I'm just easy breezy and I, I just want to, you know, be a little more polished. But my girl just she just took off running and she would say and she'd be like, Don't I didn't tell my husband this, but I ordered all of these things and you know, so they're coming in and I'm really excited. And she'd show me all the colors and, you know, it was just, it was so awesome to see. And, you know, she's just been evolving as time has gone on. And that's the whole thing. Like, it's not about changing you. I don't want to transform you per se, you know, unless you want like a full blown 180 degree something, but it's really about refining your image and just being comfortable in your skin with your changes. And it was just, it was just some phenomenal, phenomenal experiences with them. This personal branding thing is really becoming very interesting. You know? the, the way you explain it, it, it makes a lot of sense you now because like I was saying before, people, people think uh, they overlook something that are really very fundamental in the business. And at the end of the day, they have a lot of effect uh, in what happens to them. So, mm -hmm. if you were to give a kind of recommendation to people who are just starting out in business in terms of how they should approach branding, what would you say? I would say just avoid the trial and error. And I say that categorically because ultimately in business, it's about trial and error, you know, to see what works for you, what does not work for you. But two things I, I wanted to, to mention. Um, Try to avoid trial and error as much as possible by being coached so that you know how to formulate a plan and strategies to go forward. A lot of time, new newbies in business, they tend to, I, I like to say like the elephant on Sesame Street, oh, go over, oh, okay, I'll go over, oh, go, oh, oh okay. You know, and they're just like all over the place. So if you get a coach or a consultant and you, you get, um, again, some customized 
advice from them, that can save you a lot of headache and a lot of wasted time in trying out all different things that really does not work for you or will not work for you. The other thing about it is in terms of, yes. um, The other thing is, you know, you have to, how should I put it? In, in, in getting the, 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 the customized advice, that is one thing. But the other thing about it is you have to also determine what your primary and your secondary demographic is. Because those are two categories of, of clients or customers who you may have to have a slightly different approach with while still being true to your brand personality and your brand voice. So see how it, it can be very intricate. So you, you really have to hone in on certain things. So having a primary and a, a secondary demographic, you have to know how to talk to each group of people, whether it is on an online platform or whether you're offline. Those are two very important things. Get customized advice and understand who your primary and, and secondary demographic is so you know how to, um, how, to, how to deal with them and how to project onto them. Now, you personally speaking, Nicole, uh, when was the moment you realized in your business that you needed to take your branding more seriously? Or was it something that you already know from the get-go? Help us understand that. I knew from the get-go. <laughs> I knew from the get-go because, again, I, I had a marketing background. I was a branding strategist in corporate media. And I think with that, I became even more aware of how important um, aspects of marketing and advertising and branding, how important they are. So I was glad that I got that foundation. And just a side note, things really work together for you because I used to tell myself I wanted to be in advertising and all of that, but I just used to say, it. I, I didn't even know why. And it, a, an opportunity literally fell into my lap and I was taking my time and I'm like, I don't know. And I don't know. And the person kept after me and I decided to do it. And I'm glad that I did it because it really gave me a foundation for what I do now. So coming into my business years later, because I resigned from that company several years ago, but coming from that background and having those experiences and gaining all of that knowledge, I came into business knowing, hey, you have to know how you want to put yourself out there, how you want your business to be seen, how you want to be portrayed personally as the face of your brand. So I came into it having that that knowledge and I worked it accordingly. Thank you so much for that. All right, now I want you to spend a few seconds um, advertising your business with those who want to connect with you. How can they reach you and what are the benefits of their knowing you? Okay, well, you can get to know me because I'm just a fabulous person. Just kidding. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's to have another fabulous person in your life right so but on a on a serious note though um i would say 
being a professional, whether it is as an employee, whether you're in a corporate environment or non-corporate environment, or whether you're an entrepreneur, it does not hurt to invest. I always use that word invest. It's not spending money. It's investing in you. So I would encourage people to, to try to see it from the point of this is what I can do for you. I can really help you to navigate things within your job or within your business with skills to overcome certain things, whether it's dealing with your boss, dealing with your coworkers, your staff, your team members. It's really about finding ways to operate authentically and effectively in your business or at your job. That is something that I'm very, very passionate about because I think, honestly, if I were to go on the side of talking about gender, a lot of times we feel as if our voice should not be heard. We feel a bit stifled about that. And I always tell my clients, I said, there's nothing wrong with speaking out. It's just how you do it. You can't put your point across. It's just how you do it. And you have to find ways um, to do it effectively. Even when I was in corporate media, I, I had ways of, of talking to people and, and, well, getting what I wanted done because you have to think about it. And I also show them that you cannot treat people across the board. You have to understand people's personalities. You have to understand their triggers. You have to understand their likes and dislikes. So a lot of times we like to say, well, this is how I am. I know this is how, but that can't work for everybody. So you have to actually study people. You have to learn them. You have to grasp things about them. And those are things that I help you to do. And I help you to identify so that you then know how to operate with people. And as a, as a public relations consultant, one of the things that I like to do is introduce modernistic strategies and concepts and ideas to companies and entrepreneurs because I believe a lot of things are changing in the world and in the workplace specifically, even in terms of the generations, you have a lot of millennials and Gen Z people coming into the workforce and there's nothing wrong with rules and policies and all of that, but you also have to consider that these are groups of people who may not respond to things the way that the baby boomers and the generation X will do. So you have to find that common ground and that is always because it takes two to tangle, you know? So those are, that, those are some of the things that I do for clients and in terms of how people can come, you can find me on LinkedIn there um you can also find me on Facebook at Nicole Farrell because sometimes it's just easier to link with me personally and then you can always be directed to my business platforms I'm also I also have a company page on Facebook that is called Okura Events it's French. You know, French is just so delightful. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so um, I'm under there under Okura events, 
which is a u it's three words a u c o u r a n t and events with a z at the end that's my company page on facebook so you can find me on a, on a few places you know i'm also on tiktok at nickel farrell 50 so those are some ways that you can reach me thank you so much nicole you're right, welcome uh, talking about brandy uh tell me what are the consequences of not doing personal branding i think one of the things for sure is that people will never truly understand who you are they never get a sense of who you are they don't know what they can connect to so a lot of times you know they may just go for your products you know and and one point i would like to make is especially when you're service based you really have to be even more intentional about your personal branding because people don't have a physical product to feel and to hold and to experience it's all about you right so if you are not putting yourself out there or you are not showcasing yourself in a particular way even if it's through your content then what you risk happening is people just not getting that full grip of who you are that's one of the things another thing is that you really lose out on forming associations where people can tap into you i have met so many introverts since i've been in business but a lot of them hide behind the fact that they're introverted and i always say okay you're introverted but you you have to switch it up you have to learn how to switch it up because i have two associates who when they told me they were introverts i i did not believe it because that's not what i was seeing from them that was not how they represented themselves and they told me this i just know when to flip it on and when to flip it off you know so when when you you hide in the shadows and and like a client of mine says when you hide in your shadows and you still don't say anything and you keep quiet then you never let people um tap into your real potential so it's really um not not focusing on your personal branding especially like i said as a service provider you can really stop people from from tapping into various things about you and becoming comfortable with you enough to do business is there any other thing you would like to say to conclude the conversation because you really have been very rich here and talking about personal branding i don't know it might be a message of yours or right. i don't know go ahead and do that um one thing i i'm such a nerd when it comes to acronyms so you know i have this acronym i used it at, at a summit that i did last week and um it's called grow right the acronym is grow the first thing is g you know give people glimpses into who you are i'm not saying you have to overshare on social media or when you go to networking events or anything but give people glimpses into who you are because there's something that you share or that you say or you do that you know what it would resonate with them and it kind of makes you feel as if sometimes for me it makes people feel well yeah that's my home girl you know she's she's cool you know i could do that or she's just funny when it comes to that you know so just give people glimpses about yourself the r i love to say rank up yourself 
you know, don't be afraid to say you're good at something. Don't be afraid to say, yeah, you know what? I like me. You know, I, I, I feel me. I feel myself. Don't be afraid to say that. A lot of times, I think society makes people feel as if if they say something, it, it's because they're conceited or, you know, they're so self-absorbed. No, there, there's a way to do it. It's okay to rank up yourself. So rank up yourself, right? The O is to own who you are. And remember earlier on in our discussion or our conversation, I, I was talking about, you know, I own that I'm a diva. I own that I love fashion. I love makeup. I, lo I love girly stuff. I, and, you know, I own the fact that I'm a diva. You know, that's okay. And when you're so strong in who you are, then that makes an impact on people. And some may like it, some may not like it. But, you know, at the end of the day, there may be a lot of people who go for it. And the W is to wish and, and, and wish your light on people. And when I say wish your light on people, just be intentional about spreading light and love to people you know there's so much going on in the world and people just want a little light to deal with share your light with people always want it to be business level or personal level you know let them feel better after having spoken to you let them feel a little lighter or a little more relaxed or a little more comfortable or you know just giving them a little more hope whatever the case is be okay with that People are drawn to light, especially these days with so many dark things going on in the world. You know, so so don't be afraid to do that. So just grow, grow. <laughs> it cannot be better than this. <laughs> this is so lovely. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> if you enjoy this podcast, make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our future episodes. Rate and review Obehead podcast and share with your friends who might need it. I remain Obehead Ewafo. Thank you so much for listening and talk to you in the next episode.